What's up, everyone? Welcome to the E2B2 podcast. I am your host, Evan J. Thomas, and with me always is... Brandon Thomas. And we are in episode number 39 this week, and this week we have the uh, movie review of Suicide Squad, not the really bad one from a few years ago. The Suicide Squad. Is it The Suicide Squad? Okay, so I'm a little bit wrong on that. So Brandon and I will be talking about that movie a little later in our uh, second segment, but we're going to start off with what happened to us in the past week or so. What's the coolest thing that's happened to us in the past week or so? You want me to go first? Sure. I will go first today, since you normally go first yeah. on that. So my coolest thing is I would have to say the interview and uh, concerts I've done in the past week or so with Blacktop Mojo, one of my favorite bands, and the band Saul, which is an, a new favorite band that's come out recently or in the past few years or so, but they were awesome. I had a lot of fun with those guys, and uh, yeah, you can check out those interviews, and I'm going to throw another uh, little blip in there. Check out the Badass Podcast. At badassproductions1.com on demand. Man, am I burping this morning? Holy crap, Ola. So that's been my coolest thing that's happened in the past week or so. And I'm going to get into a little um, meltdown and explain yeah. in a little bit, in a few moments, about what that was with me. You start crying. This past week. I didn't cry. But anyway. said meltdown. Oh, and actually, another coolest thing that happened in the past week was CM Punk returned on uh, AEW Wrestling. That one I did cry at. Whoa. And wow, wow. Heather could uh, contest to me crying because she was there when it happened. And then last night at SummerSlam, you had uh, Brock Lesnar return and Becky Lynch in WWE. So lots of good stuff happening in wrestling. Brandon, what about you? What is new with you and the coolest thing that's happened in the past week? So what is new with me is I started school on Thursday. Yay! Hey, Junior well. year. Look at you, old Fun. man. So school has been relatively decent it's your first two days of school it's always the same things like let's meet each other <laughs> say your name and what's your favorite color i mean they didn't really do that oh, okay but you know how it goes say your favorite animal monkey, <laughs> monkey. <laughs> that'd be funny that'd be funny so that's been um pretty decent i mean the classes have been relatively decent it's yeah. just there's some t- classes you can know that's going to go well. Some classes you're like, yeah, I don't know. So you were telling me yesterday one of your favorite classes is... Media. Media. Yeah. So hopefully one of these days Brandon will get his podcast off the ground. <laughs> that he's been talking about nah, for, for about will, a year now. It will never happen. It will happen sometimes. Sometime. Just have the confidence, man. Nah. So... So, uh, any any other fun stuff at school? You got any new friends? You got any new, uh, you know, victims coming up? No. <laughs> I met I met a few new acquaintances. Okay. And I haven't found the victim yet, but I'm currently seeking. There is open. no victims. They're only heroes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the victims just sound so bad when you say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, school's been decent, but something that happened the day before school. The oh, shit. timing. Yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about this. So, I go biking every day. Yeah, it was a nice day outside. It was decently, um, what does that sound? I don't know. It's like... Anyway, keep going. Anyways, so... It was a, a good, decent biking day. I go biking nearly every day aside from weekends and maybe Fridays or Mondays. And so I was biking. 
And you know how you have those people that are always in those, like, neon shirts, wannabe French de Tour people. Uh, those, uh, Tour de France, they're, wannabes. They're, like, like, skinny white guys with glasses, helmets. You, you know them. You know how they look. Yeah. They're middle-aged. They look like your average. Tour de France guys. Yeah. Or they look like the people that come home from work, uh, say, every day, <laughs> another day, another dollar. <laughs> hey, honey, what do you have for dinner tonight? Grab me a beer. I'm going to sit and watch the big game. <laughs> Yellow. <laughs> Yellow. <laughs> Just some inside jokes between Brandon and I. So they look kind of look like those people, but a little more fit. But <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. So oh God. I have, I'm listening to music in one ear. One so ear, okay. It's a, it's a nice little strategy. It's, I have an AirPod in my right ear closest to the grass. And it's very quiet, and I have my left ear open, so you can hear. So I can hear stuff people. Stop around. So <laughs> I can I can hear anyone that is coming up behind me, but it's on pavement or sidewalk pavement, whatever you call it, yeah. concrete. And then suddenly there's this dude that comes, the Tour de France dude wannabe, comes up out of nowhere. Kind of buzzed. You. Yeah, did, yeah. Did, I didn't hear anything. And then I kind of, I was startled, but you know how every so often you have sidewalks where it's like, kind it of, yeah, there, it kind of drops a little bit into the grass and kind mm-hmm. of goes back up, like a little like indentation. Yeah, I call it. So I kind of got scared, and then my tire got stuck and like got kind of trapped in that little indentation, and I kind of scraped myself on my knee. So you fell off your I, bike. I kind of fell, yeah, but I was kind of fell. I was still on my bike, but I was I the fell, bike fell over with me. Oh, okay, so yeah. you kind of look like a little ibble. Yeah. kind of just fell over on his bike. Yeah, and then... And the person who... Didn't even say anything. Didn't even say anything, didn't even stop, you know yeah, what? I don't think he even realized, but who knows. Here's the thing. If you're one of those wannabe Tour de France guys... You're an idiot. Say it on your left. That's all you have to say. Plus... And don't be an asshole. Yeah. Plus, most, most of those people tend to be jerks. Yes. Like... Uh, I, there's no correlation. I've encountered many of them while on my bike rides. I don't as well. get how there's a correlation. I don't know how there's a correlation, but it seems like there is a very tie, very close tie between being a jerk and wanting to be a tor- uh, French dude. I think they're all the same. They're just so there same, you go. Yeah, it's the same thing. So same people. So yeah, but Brandon has this nice little strawberry on his leg that we've been uh, pr- babying the past two days. Yep, I got. Antibiotics because it kind of looks bad, but I'm not sure if it's a. It's not it, infected. Yeah, it's not infected. No, nah, it's just scraped. And you really haven't had one of those before, have you? No. No. So I mean, I, I remember getting um something, not as bad, but it was a um, one where my, near my like ankle. And, and the worst feelings about that is that where it's located right under his knee is you feel the blood pumping. Yeah. Yeah, and it and it really you feel sucks. pull when you move. when you walk when you pull it. So like when you walk, you feel that pressure, and you're just like, Ugh. so I, I've noticed him do, hobbling a little bit. A little bit. Which I is can okay. I can still walk. I can still run. I can still bike. Another good thing is elevate it too. Yeah. Just put it up in the air when you're like sleeping. Put another pillow under it or something. That's kind of what I did. I just had my leg just flopping yeah, around. So we put some uh, numbing spray on it yesterday, which kind of helped and cooling I, spray and. It was the worst timing because it was the day before school. Yeah, it doesn't help, help that you have a nice strawberry on your Yeah, life. so I... I've had many. Yeah, so I had a Band-Aid um, over it, but it kind of sucked because the Band-Aid kind of made things look a little worse. Yeah. And then because I couldn't change it. it during class because or during school because obviously I don't have the time to actually do that. True. Aside from lunch, which is... 
I had something to do for lunch, which was a picture day thing. So yeah. Oh okay. So coolest thing. You ready for my little meltdown? Well, I I have to say my coolest thing. Oh yeah, go for it. So the coolest thing that has happened was when I was walking on a little little path. Okay. Um, I think it was the. I think it was the day after the bike. I don't know. Okay. Something. So I was walking, and then I saw a coyote appear from the bushes. He looked at me. I looked back, and he was like, "Hmm." He kind of like, "Hi, friend." Yeah, he looked at me, and he ran back into the bushes, and that was about it. And then he killed some more baby uh, ducks. Uh, right? Maybe. You know? Maybe. You never know. Maybe he was the one that killed the uh, little baby duck. Uh, I didn't see a baby I'm duck. Just, I'm just making that up. <laughs> so anyway. So there you go. There's Brandon Mai's coolest thing that's happened in the past week. And yep. I will talk about my little Friday morning meltdown. Go. You ready? Because you already heard this story. So let me tell the uh, the E2B2 fans, podcast peeps that are checking us out. So my little meltdown. All right. So Thursday night, I'll just say this. I was out late at a concert in Wisconsin. Got home. I was got home about 1 in the morning. Um, I had to be up at 4, 4.30 the next morning. So Friday morning. I wake up at 4.15. I go to my computer, go to turn on my internet. I have nothing. Okay. So I reboot the lap, my desktop. Nothing comes up. Go to my laptop, put on the internet. No internet. Okay, what the hell? So I reboot the laptop. Go to my phone. No internet. Reboot my phone. Then I try to do all the diagnostic stuff, blah, 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 blah. About an hour later, or actually about 40 minutes later, it was about 10 minutes to 5, and the radio show at the score comes on at 5 o'clock. So I had to call the guy who I work with in the morning, late morning, and he's at the hospital. And he barely gets any service, but he was actually able to save me and get the show started. So he got that all going on. And for the next 45 minutes or so, I'm still struggling trying to reboot and trying to diagnostic check and trying to do all this. And then I notice I get a a notification that Internet outage is out until about 645 in the morning. Well, that doesn't suffice. So the guy asked me, he's like, hey, can you get to the office in Chicago? I said, no, blah, blah. About a minute later, I kind of decided, you know what, I'm going to be sitting here for an hour doing nothing if I have an outage. I'm just going to head downtown, get to the studio, suck it up, and work. So I ended up getting in the car. It took me about 35 minutes to get there, parked, walked upstairs, got the show done. I was exhausted. I get home. Still no internet. Mm -hmm. So then I'm going through diagnostics again. Finally, through the stupid chat, because there is no phone number for Xfinity, they're like, would you like a phone call to talk to somebody? I say yes. So about 15 seconds later, they call me, do a little diagnostic, and apparently they were working in the area and they reset my Wi-Fi. So my Wi-Fi was a different name than it was before when I was doing all this, and I was wondering what the hell happened. Mm. But it kind of ruined my Friday, because at least Friday morning, yeah, early afternoon, just because... All that crap happened, and I was exhausted and fussy. Tired. I was very fussy. I, I needed a you know pat on the back and a nap, and I got my nap. But yeah, so that was the most boring story you probably ever heard in your life. And there you go. Yay! Yay! Most boring story, but my life is back, and I have internet, and that's why we're doing the show. Plot twist: It turns out I unplugged the entire internet <laughs> by accident. No, I was beaten up the day after. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon did not unplug it this time. 
So I, I never unplugged the internet. It was uh, what was it? It was my I? actual. Uh, oh, it was uh, it was my microphone set up in my office. Wait. And I was like, "What the hell's going on?" And nothing worked. And then all of a sudden, I noticed. Oh, Brandon unplugged it and didn't plug it back in. I, you always plug it back in. You do now. But it was Before the one. It was you. the one time that you did, and I kind of freaked out, and then I got on your ass for it. All right, so you're about ready to talk about the uh, Suicide Squad? Let's go. We are going to take a quick break here on the E2B2 podcast. We'll be back, and you'll hear our review and ratings of The Suicide Squad. Squad. All here on the legendary E2B2 podcast. Be right back. Christian and Jason bring you the C&J Wrestling Show podcast, where the guys go in-depth on all things WWE, AEW, NXT, Ring of Honor, Impact, New Japan, and NWA. Christian and Jason keep you posted on all current events and go in long discussions over wrestling history and look for special guests throughout the year. Get the C&J Wrestling Show podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and various podcast platforms. And make sure you follow the guys on Facebook at the C&J Wrestling Show. Get ready to headbang like your life depends on it. Slow the f*** down. Because you never know. It just might. Is that supposed to be? Listen to the world's hardest rock metal worldwide. God right. That's all you had to say. Let out all your anger and rage before it consumes you. Scorched Earth, mother... Rock hard with Evan J. Thomas. Thursdays at 6 Central, 7 Eastern. All right, now get your out the car. Hosted on Rock 98.9. I am award-winning published photographer and journalist Evan J. Thomas, and I'll be bringing you badass artists from the genres of music, art, sports, radio, as well as TV and movies. On the Badass Podcast, you will hear raw, bold, blunt, and honest conversation-style interviews where no topic is off-limits. Check out the show at BadassProductions1.com and go to the On Demand tab and pull up the Badass Podcast where you can watch or listen to your favorite show. Get ready, because I am Evan J. Thomas, and this is Badass. Welcome back to the E2B2 podcast. My name is Brandon Thomas, and as always with me is... Dad. Evan J. Thomas. Dad. Slash dad, slash badass himself, slash rock hard, slash... That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. You're fine. So You're fine we, we are into the uh, movie review segment, and this yep. week we did... We did our uh, $5 Tuesday movie night. Yeah. So that was, that's was that been a lot of fun lately. Very fun. Kind of get out for the afternoon, kind of go see a new movie. You know, get some, we don't get popcorn or food or anything. No. Brandon just goes to the bathroom about six times before he, we go. Yeah, I'm not, I don't want to eat popcorn. I have a bad association with popcorn because everyone that eats popcorn tends to be loud with popcorn. So how about the guy that was sitting behind us, the, the kid to our right? The kid who is at this his twelfth time, time seeing the Suicide Squad movie. This dude even had a T-shirt, the Suicide Squad. So I'm figuring, big big DC slash Suicide Squad fan. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna get into our review, but before we do that, we are going to give our spoiler alert. spoiler alert signal. So here we go with our spoiler alert. From here on out, it's up to you. All right, let's do this, Brandon. You ready? Man, all of a sudden, 
Oh, I think somebody's taking a shower upstairs. That's what that sound is. That's freaking annoying. Or it sounds like a uh, tape going in the background. All right, so here we go. You ready? Suicide Squad is a 2021 American superhero film based on DC Comics featuring Team Suicide Squad. Produced by DC Films, Atlas Entertainment, and the Saffron Company, and distributed by Ron- Warner Brothers Pictures. It's a standalone sequel to Suicide Squad 2016. Was it really that long ago? Yep. Was that last movie? Was that was five years ago? Yeah. It's a tenth in the DC Extended Universe. Uh, yeah, there you go. It was written and directed by James Gunn. Stars an ensemble cast including Margot Robbie, Idris Elba, John Cena, Joel Kinnaman, Sylvester Stallone, which I didn't know his character until afterwards because he was the shark. Oh, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, Viola Davis and many others, including Pete Davidson, which who didn't last long. In the film, a task force of convicts known as the Suicide Squad are sent to an island nation of Corto Maltese to destroy evidence of a giant alien starfish, Starro the Conqueror. <sighs> All right, do we really want to talk about who was supposed to direct it and then who didn't direct it? Well, what, about the so. co- what about the obligatory COVID delay movie? <laughs> Where's that at? I, I don't think that's it. in here. Yeah. So the Suicide Squad was theatrically released in the United Kingdom on July 30th, 2021, and in the United States on August 5th, yeah. while streaming on HBO Max for a month starting the same day. So we actually could have just saw it here for free. But anyway, it received positive reviews from critics who praised Gunn's script, direction, and visual style. Many found the film a significant improvement over its predecessor. And that is a big yes. It underperformed, though, at the box office, grossing $121 million worldwide against a budget of $185 million. That was the original, I think. Because obviously they don't have the the new stats yet. Peacemaker, though, is a spinoff TV series starring John Cena is set to debut on HBO Max in January 2022. That should be interesting. Because obviously he was alive. All right, ready for the plot? Yeah. It's only three paragraphs. Three paragraphs, not problem. Not too bad, but they're big paragraphs. Big paragraphs. So Intelligence Squad Amanda Waller ensembles two Task Force X teams. Colloquially... I think that's how it's pronounced, colloquially, uh, known as the Suicide Squad, and, comi- and com- comprise Bell Reeve penitentiary inmates who agree to carry out missions for Waller in exchange for lighter sentences. They are sent to South African island of Corto Maltese after its government is overthrown by an anti-American regime and are tasked with destroying the Nazi-era laboratory Jontheim. Jultenheim, which holds a secretive experiment known as Project Starfish. Is that a butthole? Because John Cena says something like that. He goes, isn't Starfish a butthole? (laughs) It is. But anyway, one team is led by Waller's subordinate, Colonel Rick Flagg, who are almost entirely wiped out by the Corto Maltese military upon landing. This distraction allows the other team to enter the country undetected. The second team is led by Assassin Bloodsport, led by who is uh, that's Idris Elba's character, who accepted the mission in order to prevent his daughter from being incarcerated at Belle Reve, and consists of Peacemaker, that would be John Cena. John Cena. We have uh, King Shark, which would be Sylvester Stallone, Polka Dot Man, and Rat Catcher 2. They find Flag at a base camp for rebel soldiers and convince Re- Convince rebellion leader Sol Soria to assist them. They killed the uh, rebels. 
Yes. All right. So Harley Quinn survives the attack on the first team and is taken captive by the Corto Maltese government. She learns of the new regime's plan to use Project Starfish against other nations. In the Corto Maltese capital, the second team captures the Thinker, a meta meta human scientist in charge of Project Starfish, and probably one of the most dorkiest characters I've ever seen. He was a pushover. Yeah. He was just he was moved around and he didn't. Resist. Exactly. Like, so Harley escapes and joins the others who use the thinker to break up the Jotunheim. Uh, most of the s- squad rigs the facility with explosive as flag and rat catcher to enter the underground laboratory with the thinker. He reveals that Project Starfish is Starro the Conqueror, a giant alien starfish that creates smaller versions of itself to kill people and take control of their bodies. Very yeah. interesting scenes. Uh, Starro was brought to Earth by the U.S. government, who has been secretly funding experiments on him in Corto Maltese for the past 30 years, using thousands of the island citizens as test subjects. An enraged flag... Ooh, interesting how his last name is Flag, and he's American. And it Decides to leak a hard drive containing evidence of its revelation, but is killed by Peacemaker, who is under secret orders from Waller to cover up the U.S.'s involvement in the experiments. Meanwhile, a skirmish between the squad and Corto Maltese military leads a polka dot man accidentally setting off explosive prematurely. As the facility falls apart, Peacemaker attempts to escape execute Ratcatcher 2 for knowing the truth about Starro, but Bloodsport shoots him and takes the drive. Hmm. One more paragraph. <sighs> Starro escapes the destroyed laboratory, kills the Thinker and much of the military, and begins taking control of the island's population. Waller tells the squad that their mission is complete now that Jotunheim is destroyed, but Bloodsport chooses to ignore her and leads his in- teammates in battling Starro, this huge starfish. starfish. Waller attempts to execute the squad, but but is stopped by her subordinates. Uh, during the battle, Polka Dot Man is killed. Harley Harley pierces a hole in Starro's eye, and Ratcatcher 2 summons the city's rats to chew the alien to death from the inside. Mm. Okay. So with the military diverted, Soria takes control of the government and pledges democratic elections. Bloodsport forces Waller to release him and the surviving teammates and their imprisonment in exchange for keeping the contents of the drive confidential. And the squad are airlifted out of Corto Maltese. In a post credit scene, Ooh. Peacemaker is shown alive and under the supervision of Waller's subordinates. Whoa. So I think that might be the... Uh, the build-up to the Peacemakers TV show. So, Brandon, let's start with you and what you thought about Suicide Squad. And we will start with the story, plot, acting characters, blah. Mm. All right, so let me hear what you have to say. Story and plot. I thought it was very interesting. I thought it was... I mean, the characters were a decent arrangement of, I guess... For the final battle, because it was kind of... Uh, their abilities were used to the best of their ability. Mm-hmm. For the final battle, I thought the story and plot was at least coherent enough, but it was... kind. The story and plot kind of resembled like an actual comic book, because of just what the things actually happened. So that actually is part of the story, so I didn't read that at the very beginning, because that was a paragraph we missed. Right. So that w- they actually did that movie in part of where it says here, Guardi- 
Gunn was hired to direct it, so he he decided to explore new characters in a story separate from the film's narrative, though some of the cast members do return. But it said he got to do it, um, where did I see it? Oh, from the 1980s Suicide Squad comics. So there you go. So yes, it was very much from... From the, like, it felt like the comic. Yeah. So I kind of, for, what is it, what is worth of the movie? I thought it executed the comic feel very well because obviously there was a lot of, like, things that were unrealistic, but you kind of ignore that mm-hmm. when it's in the comic book setting. Yes. So the giant starfish at the end, uh, I thought the, I thought it kind of, like, it makes sense in the comic, so it makes sense in, like, a comic, so when it's applied to a movie based off a comic, it makes sense for its existence. Okay. So, like, kind of like the stupidity is kind of let go simply because it's, like, more of a comic book movie as opposed to more, like, a serious, quote-unquote, Marvel movie. Okay. Correct. Or, quote-unquote, serious for a Marvel movie because sometimes. Understandable. So I thought the story and plot were was very decent with how it began, and then there was a few things that kind of just were a little too random. Maybe like the first squad that was just kind of <laughs> killed off. Well, like they said, they kind of the first they squad was there for distraction. So they kind of just ones. killed off the characters that you kind of thought were interesting. You were like, no, well, my, one of my favorite characters from Badger. That, what was it? Yeah, Badger, it was Weasel. 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 My God, that was a weird ass character. <laughs> he and was then, uh, just a. It was a weasel. It was a weasel the size of a man, basically. It was he killed really multiple kids. Weird. Yeah, he killed 20, 26 children. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon's type of person. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am weasel in real life. <laughs> anyway, but you have never killed kids. Let's just put that down. Yeah, disclaimer. He, uh, I'm, not, I'm not messed up. No. Anyway, so let's keep going. With so that. the acting and characters, I thought most of the acting was at least well done for at least what the actors were doing. Obviously, I want to put it at like a top tier acting but it was passable for the movie it was in it was more it was good mm-hmm. um, some of the performances were good and they were passable just for what they were the characters I thought were they didn't have much a backstory like you don't know why King Shark existed he just was, he was there. Just there Polka Dot Man you don't know what happened he's just there but the whole story about his, his mom. His ba- yeah, his backstory. I mean, it was a kind of explored, but you don't really know what fully happened. You can uh, kind of... So, assume. you think there might be, like, a standalone movie for each of those characters? I hope not. I'm I don't... Just... I, d- I kind of doubt it, because I don't think they'd make a full movie based on Polka Dot Man. Yeah. Or maybe King Shark. He's a little more marketable, because he's shark. <laughs> he's cool. So, I thought... I thought some of the characters were at least somewhat decent. It's just that they didn't have too much depth to them. Now, the other character... Harley Quinn. What do you think of her? Because you remember the first movie... She was very over the top. So I thought her character in this movie was a lot better than the first movie because it was less over the top. Even though she was kind of still over the top, it wasn't like as bad as over the it top. It wasn't as corny. Yeah. yeah. It made... It made, it was it made sense and it was tolerable, basically. Um, one of my favorite characters would be King Shark because he's, he's funny. And it was... And I didn't even know who the... Nate voice was until afterwards I saw it was Sylvester Stallone <laughs> but you could tell because he really talked he was talking a lot this. so yeah you could have should have figured it was Sylvester Stallone maybe so for special effects and cinematography I think what you said was that there was a lot of special effects but I kind of 
it was kind of needed because for what they were trying to do in the movie, like you can't really do a giant starfish without special no, effects. That's true. Or starfishes in general, or things like that. So I feel like the special effects were passable. They looked very decent, like King Shark's like character, like it looked realistic in the sense of the movie. So I didn't I didn't see any major issue with the special effects. Okay. In the cinematography, there were some neat shots, but I can't really point out what neat shots there were. But there was kind of like a fight scene that was kind of like reflected back into the camera of with between Peacemaker and the. That's true. Yeah. There was so it, for a short moment, and then they got to the actual fight. But it was kind of like being reflected in like some glass or something, and the music. I can't really. T- I can't really remember much yeah. music. I think there was a few pop songs or older pop songs or whatever. Oh but- no! It was uh, some. Uh- well, it started off oh, with yeah, Johnny Cash. Cash. Oh, sure. I mean, there, there was uh, some classic rock thrown in there at times, but yeah, I don't really recall much of the Obviously, other I songs. Like so, I like some of those songs. Oh, there was that song by Grandson that we heard at the end that I thought was pretty cool that right. I looked up. But the Grandson is a newer artist, so if you ever heard of that guy. No, I like old artists. I like staying to the same thing every day. <laughs> but we don't need to hear the song Fortunate Son in every movie anymore because it's been overdone. Anyway. Too bad. <laughs> so I thought the music was at least decent, but not really memorable for the original soundtrack as opposed to like the songs used. So. Okay. Yeah. So I would give this movie a final rating of 3.5. Okay. Hmm. Is that what you're going to stick with? I'll give it a 4. I'll give gonna, it a 4. I'm going to be a little gener- generous today. Okay, because you know, we, you also gave uh, Dread, or um, uh, Jungle Cruise a 4. Yeah, so I... It so ha- you think it's on par it's with It's on par with Jungle Cruise. Okay. It's a fun movie. It's enjoyable. I mean, there's... A, Violence and all that and all that. Oh, speaking oh, of violence. Actually, I'll get that get to that in a second. You missed that part. Yeah. So, it's enjoyable for what it is worth. And I enjoyed it for what it is worth. And I enjoyed it in general. So, I think it is worthy enough of the four rating. Okay. So, for the violence and the swearing and maturity, quote unquote. So, and there was also a penis that was shown. Few. The weasel had one. The weasel had one, okay. Yeah, it was small. But there was a, there was that gentleman that was standing in the window, and his... Uh, and there was a f- naked... Fla- there was a few naked females. The flaccid that. male was standing there with his uh, junk all hanging out. So, yeah, that, that's not what you normally see in everyday... Um, movies. Movies. So, movies. So, get into, you know, your fight scenes and So, stuff. for the violence and swearing, I think... That is one of the things that DC movies tend to do better than Marvel movies because obviously DC and Marvel are always compared to each other. Yeah, which it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be, but I feel like Marvel movies have kind of fought, fallen into like a sort of repetitive state of like this, of you know how it goes. Like just it kind of panders to the the nerdy fans that kind of just Correct. constant references, constant just like funny haha funny moments that don't really fit. Um, so just I don't really think all Marvel like Marvel movies tend to be super great, but I think there's a obviously there's a few ones like the original. Don't Iron Man. tell people that Marvel movies aren't super great. Remember, you might piss off the Marvel community. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. The Marvel universe. Gar- both Guardians of the Galaxy movies are good, great actually, but I feel like that Marvel just. Fall, has fallen into like trying to pander to the big audience of the summer blockbuster group and now the kids and, and stuff the kids like that. teenagers adults trying to be 
hip or trying to be whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of their major flaw, while DC kind of tries to just do their own thing rather than trying to, like, 100% pander to those kind of groups. Well, let me let me throw in my little two cents on that. I think DC tries to go a little darker. Yeah. Which they have in other movies, yeah. like Joker. Joker. Like in the new Batman that's coming up Batman. that we saw the trailer for. Yeah. Holy shit. It looks decent. That looks pretty cool but so i feel like dc just tries to be a little more mature obviously more like mature in a way that has more swearing has more quote-unquote dark themes in some Mm -hmm. cases especially with joker and all that so i feel like dc does better in that aspect so yeah and what about the the blood and gore very decent they actually showed a lot of it so unlike a lot of other comic movies like marvel just doesn't even have blood most of the time it's just like Scratch. And, and I'm going to say it was a John Wickish type yeah, blood. Yeah, I was going to say John Wickish type blood. We could say John Wick in every episode that we do because we almost always fall yeah. back to that, whether it's fight scenes or blood and gore or stuff like so that. So I think in other movie franchises tend to do also fall in the same trap with Marvel where it tries to be like more child-friendly, quote-unquote. Like Jurassic Park and like not Jurassic Park, but more Jurassic. Well, World. the original Jurassic Park wasn't very kid friendly. No, it I mean, wasn't. It was after years, but I mean it was. But for Jurassic World, like two, it kind of uh, just kind of cheesed out on the yeah, score. You yeah, didn't even watch it though. No, that's <laughs> true. Why did I say it? I haven't seen it. You're lame. So but yeah, that's it. So four point from Brandon. Four point huh? yeah. Nice. All right, I recommend like watching it. Brandon totally recommends it. All right, as for me, let's go with story plot. Uh, The first ten minutes were very fucking chaotic. I had no clue what the hell was happening. There was basically a mass murder on a uh, beach with a bunch of people, the Suicide Squad A team or whatever they call them, B team. team. A team. Was the A team? Because the A team is usually the better team. No, it was A team. So the B team is usually the B team. Yeah, they, they, gave, <laughs> they gave the A team some hope. But anyway, so like they basically walk out and they just all get slaughtered except for Harley Quinn and um, Michael Weasel. Rooker's character. And Weasel. No, Rooker's character did get killed, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did get killed. Weasel survived. Re- Weasel he, survived. He, he didn't even get into the fight. He just drowned. He just <laughs> he drowned. <laughs> <at the laughs> big, he couldn't swim. How do you get somebody in the... <laughs> How do you get somebody who's thrown into the water who can't swim? Yeah, that was that was actually kind of funny. That was funny. So the story and plot, obviously, like Brandon was saying, it it went with the um, with the comics. So I never really checked out the comics, but apparently it was pretty close to what that was. And with the whole starfish and uh, Starro, the Conqueror, and all that, that to me was a little over the top and for too long. But the story and plot kind of all worked, and it kind of all worked itself out toward yeah. the end. Uh, the acting and characters. John Cena's character was actually really good. Yeah. With his comic throw-in, him and The Rock being former wrestlers, they had those promos where they went back and forth with each other, where they make fun of each other, too. So they have that comedic timing. Yeah. Uh, Idris Elbow was very solid and, to me, too dry. His character was kind of dry, like just stoic. He's a stoic yeah, guy. Yeah, stoic dude. Yeah. You know, he has he has no uh, no no what like he has personality, but it's he has the same monotone the whole way through. Yeah. Harley Quinn, like we were, like Brandon said, better this this movie. I did not see the Harley Quinn movie. 
Birds of Prey. Oh, yeah. I, so we don't know how that one was compared to we, this. We might watch that eventually. We might have to watch that eventually. But I thought her character in this was actually really good, and they yeah. toned her down a bit compared to last Suicide Squad yeah. movie. So she was pretty good in this. She was very talkative. Yeah. A lot, a lot of talking with her. Uh, like Brandon said, Shark. The Shark was awesome. He was funny. He was, he was cool. funny. He had his moments. And knowing now that it was Sylvester Stallone <laughs> as a voice makes it pretty cool. Uh, Polka Dot Man was very awkward, but that was That was the his point. character. He was just an awkward dude. He was an awkward dude who didn't want to be alive. He was basically saying he didn't care if he died. Yeah. Um, he hated his mom. And all, everything he saw... Was his mom? Was his mom, which was really creepy because it was this like older lady, chunky. It looked like a Karen kind of. Very, very fat (laughs) Karen, and like it was every person he saw. So he got rage out of that, and he threw these polka dots at people, and that's how he killed them. That would burn through them. That would burn through them and like rip them apart, which was pretty interesting as well. So what were some of the other characters? So we had, uh, we had those were the main ones, right? It was Ratcatcher too. Oh, Ratcatcher too. She was just. There. I didn't really care for her character. Plus, the whole rat thing was just weird. Almost felt like it was a wannabe Groot with the little rat. Yeah. Uh, no, no, not really. I guess I have to watch. I don't uh, really know Guardians how. of the Galaxy a little bit more. Guardians. But I do have to say, the little rat that was on her shoulder <laughs> was kind of funny. Yeah, he was waving. But I didn't really like how she, the whole ending with her and bringing all these rats in. It was just weird. Cinematography, special effects. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of CGI and over-the-top stuff. Yet, um, to me, too much of Starro slash Starfish at the end walking around. To me, I even said it was like the Stay Puft Marshmallow yeah. Man destroying New York City because that's kind of what it was. The cool part was when it was uh, shooting out little Starros <laughs> and they would land on people's faces and take over their body. Yeah. And people would just walk around as zombies. They were Starro zombies. They, they, pro- they basically did, just didn't do anything. Yeah, they just didn't do anything. But he took over. But then they took over the body of Starro. So Starro yeah. was in control yeah. of everybody walking around. Uh, the fight scenes were pretty cool. The blood and gore was cool. really interesting being a comic movie, comic book movie. Um, I thought it was really cool that they showed some of the stuff that they showed. Like I said, the comedic value it was perfect when it was needed um the uh blatant nudity which didn't think it was really necessary especially the guy with his penis hanging out i didn't really that wasn't necessary but it was like one of those where it's like oh shit well did they really just do that that's kind of how i did i was like did you i mean there was a few females that were also well they were at the strip club right? yeah i mean that's kind of expected yeah they knew that they were going to a strip club and they there was some boobies and stuff like that so brandon's seen boobies in the last couple weeks on uh, stuff we watched i mean we had the uh woodstock 99 oh yeah woodstock 99 that was crazy (laughs) that was interesting so yeah there was boobies there was a lot of uh buildings crashing again Mainly it was the one building, though. Was it, uh, yeah, there wasn't much, like, over-the-top building destruction. It was just the main one and then just... A not few, like, like Godzilla vs. Kong. No, no. It was like, like every building just exploded. Not really fell. exploded, but it was, it was you know very I mean. crazy, yeah. But yeah, the, the... What was it? The... What was the place called? I totally forgot what it was called. Jutenheim? Jutenheim. Jutenheim. Um, like we said, the music... Uh, really wasn't noticed through the movie. I mean, the beginning where they were coming into the uh, island and the Johnny Cash song at the beginning, that's really all I remember mm. of the music. Um, my rating, though, Brandon went with a four. four. 
I'm going with a 3.25. I don't normally give like two fives or like seven fives or anything like that. Intermediates. But to me, it's... And I I told him in the car, I'm like, it's an above average film, Mm -hmm. but it's not bad. Yeah. So it's recommended... I, like I would say it, and I have to take it for what it's worth. It's not going to be a Oscar-winning movie. Yeah. It's not going to be a cinematography-winning movie. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it will for the special effects. Maybe. But and it, definitely not for the acting. But you have to take it for what it's worth. So for me, giving it a three point two five is probably the best rated I can go. Now, if I was told I had to give it a three or a three point five, then I might just give it a three. So that's why I'm in between. Oh. So, since we're doing the point two fives, I'm going to give it the point two five and leave it at that. Yeah. Sound good? Yep. All right. No, actually, I'm going to force you to give it a four. <laughs> <laughs> you do not, and you are not going to force me to give it a four. So, there is our review of The, the Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad 2021. And, yeah, this one wasn't said that it was uh, held off because of COVID. Yeah, that's a surprise. So, I one. think it was supposed to come out when it was supposed to come out. So, very interesting in how that worked out. So, Brandon, what do you have coming up this coming week? What do you got going on? School. School. <laughs> school. 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 Hopefully more uh, bike riding and getting out and doing stuff. Hopefully my uh, scab thing heals a little bit better. Is Maybe it? we can go to a Tuesday night movie? Probably. We have to look and see what's coming out. But, yeah, speaking of movies coming out, what did we see? Dune. Dune. Kingsman. Kingsman. The prequel. New prequel, which comes out in December. You have uh, Batman. James Bond. You James have Bond. Batman. You have Jackass, <laughs> which I want to see. I don't care what you want to see. I can see. But I thought that was hilarious. So there's five good movies in the next few months. I think there's a few others. But there are a few others, but those are the... I mean, you have Halloween. Halloween. Movie coming out. Oh, my God. There's so much... To see. We don't have enough time to do all these podcasts yeah, there's, now. Where's, where's the Jurassic World trailer? Yeah. Well, that's next year, right? Yeah, that's next year. Probably going to release it on November. I, I was going to say, I you can, might see it around uh, Thanksgiving or because, Christmas. Because there's a Jurassic World video game coming out around November, so I'm thinking that it'll it co- coincide, it, coincide with the release of the trailer. Well, there you go. See. So as for me, I'm doing a, I have a concert I'm going to tonight. I have two interviews, one with the band Ra, one with the band Red Star. Um, I have a bunch of other possible shows coming up, possibly Stain and Corn. Um, I forget. I have so many things going on. Hopefully I got Notre Dame coming up in the next few weeks um, to cover. And then also follow me on the socials. Also 670 The Score in Chicago. I'm doing the production in the mornings where I just roll out of bed now as long as I have internet. Hmm. From my meltdown. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't happen again. And holy shit, this is a long episode. Yeah, it is. Very long. <laughs> so we apologize for the long episode, but it is chock-filled with knowledge. Funny. Funny. And, you know, fun banter and hijinks. Oh. I forgot oh, you, what, I forgot you know, say, uh, state. I have finished uh, break, watching Breaking Bad. Ooh. I'm watching... Better Call Saul, season, so far season one, episode ten. Mm-hmm. And I have yet to see El Camino. So you have to see El Camino very soon. Very soon. We can probably watch it here, too. Probably. But I can, so, uh, who knows? We'll see. We'll, we'll see. But as for me, like I said, I, all, everything that's going on is a lot of fun. And Brandon and I hopefully will hang out Tuesday, see another movie. 
I might have to do like a podcast a week almost. <laughs> like do a little podcast in the car. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I, have, I, have, I have no idea about that. Kind of sounds concerning. Concerning. I can bring my laptop and my. Uh, I just don't microphone. like the. I don't like the setting of the car. It just feels like <laughs> you're sitting there you're like uh 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 boop boop. It almost feels like a Sonic commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where they're sitting slurping the uh, shakes, talking yeah, about like, the shake. Yeah, it's like front view in front of a car. It's just two white dudes sitting there. It's not always white guys. Not always white guys. It's always, always, you know what I mean. It like, used to be the two white guys. They change it from the two white guys now. Two different people. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just two dudes sitting there like... All right, I guess we... You know, we could always do Zoom. <laughs> I want to punch you now. What? We could do a Zoom I'm one. not going to do Zoom any, ever again. We have bad <gasps> memories about that. Why? Oh, because of school? School. Oh, they sorry. use it way too much. You break, not, out, break out... So rooms. here's the thing. You use Zoom now for something fun... You, yeah, use Zoom it. fun for fun. That's what we're gonna do. No, we could. It just sounds horrible. So no. it's, it's like one of those commercials <laughs> where they try to like force in like COVID stuff. Like, oh man, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Like, you know, yeah, I do. we'll talk about yeah. that. So make sure you also follow. I have brand new podcasts out from the uh, Badass Podcast. I also am unveiling a brand new one, which I just announced yesterday, called. Sound stories, stages, the history of rock music venues, iconic, iconic music venues. So that is presented by me. You'll be seeing that very soon. Follow me on the socials there at Sounds Stories Stages Podcast on Facebook. Evan J. Thomas, E2B2 on Facebook, Instagram, and Badass Productions all over. And Brandon, where we can, where can we find you? As Paleozo Productions, Tumblr, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. Ah. Uh, Paleo's... Paleo's Productions. Yeah, Paleo's yeah, Productions. I mean, so Brand, Brandon's thing. expanding his little horizons I've, over there. No, I mean, I've had Instagram for like a month now. But I know, but it's moving. It's How many new. people following you now? 16? Probably like 60. 60? We can check it out. I gotta out. check it out. Mm-hmm. All right, because that was one of the first ones on there. Yeah. All right, so until next time, we appreciate you guys all for listening. Thank check you. out all of the previous 38 episodes before this one. Just go to E2B2 Podcast on BadassProductions1.com. So thank you guys all for listening. And Brandon, until next time. As always, keep, keep pimp chimping. <laughs> Rock on. <laughs>